Put on your ceremonial gown. Light 666 candles. Prepare to sacrifice your firstborn at the altar of hyperlocal audio content. This is the Ship Things in Reading Plopcast. Three. It's the magic number. This time around, we speak to two humans from off of a Reading band called Typical Hunks. We also talk to a disc jock who wants to tell you all about a local festival called Ready Plop. And we mince around the Siren Craft Brewery in Finchampstead, half pissed on delicious complimentary beer. The Shit Things in Reading Plopcast, sponsored by Sex. Sex. For when your naughty thing tingles, or for when you need a baby next year. Now let's play a little game that we're calling Guess the Fact That's True. Guess the Fact That's True. Guess the Fact That's True. And also point out the two facts that aren't true and as such aren't actually facts. And also point out the two facts that aren't Feel free to play along at home, or on the bus, or in the public lavatory, wherever you are. Joining us for this excellently well thought out and brilliantly executed game show time is Ready Pop Festival's Tim Wheeler. 50% of Reading-based DJ men Twin Sun, Tim's here to shamelessly promote the festival formerly known as the Cavisham Festival and joins us now. Hello, Poocast. Hello, Tim. Now, the Ready Pop Festival is on from Friday the 13th of July and runs until Sunday the 15th, taking place at Christchurch Meadows in Cavisham. Tim, tell us more about the bloody thing. Well, there'll be lots of portaloos, but also lots of music, and just £30 for a weekend ticket. 808 State are playing, Odyssey, Dawn Penn, Stereo MCs, Huey Morgan from Fun Loving Criminals is DJing, John Power from from Cast, Goldie Looking Chain, The Future Heads, Frontman Barry Hyde, Don Letts, The Members, I Could Go On. <laughs> That's great, <laughs> cheers. Now on to the quiz. Guess the fact is true. We're going to give you three facts about three artists playing the Ready Pop Festival this year, and your task is to pick out which one isn't made up and which two of the three are made up in so much as they're not factually accurate, i.e. they're made up. Get one wrong and we'll crush you and the event. Are you ready? I am ready. Good. Question one. Goldie Looking Chain will be performing in the Purple Turtle Tent on Friday. But which of these pieces of information is Cod's bollocks? Number one. Goldie Looking Chain were heavily involved in the East Coast, West Coast, LA beef of the mid-90s and are thought to be behind the 1997 murder of Biggie Smalls. Two. Maggot from Goldie Looking Chain is believed by many CID insiders to be behind the 1999 murder of Crime Watch presenter Jill Dando. Three. Goldie Looking Chain are from Wales. Oh, this is a tough one. Obviously, they think that guns don't kill people, rappers do. But 
I do think the correct answer is Wales. Guess the fact that's true. Question two. Disco legends Odyssey graced the main stage on Friday as well. But which of these facts is the true fact and which of the two facts are not really facts? Number one. Odyssey, best known for their 1977 hit Native New Yorker, are believed by many NYPD insiders to be behind the infamous 1977 New York Son of Sam killings. 2. Odyssey, best known for their 1977 hit Native New Yorker, are believed by many NYPD insiders to be behind the infamous 1980 New York City-based murder of John Lennon. 3. Odyssey are from New York. <laughs> well, I don't think they killed John Lennon um, or the other one. Um, gonna go with New York on this one. Just and finally, question three. Huey Morgan's NYC Block Party are playing the main stage on Saturday night. Pick out the real fact from this trio of factoids. One. Huey Morgan is believed by many NYPD insiders to be behind the 1928 gangland shooting of kingpin Jewish mobster Arnold Rothstein. 2. Huey Morgan is believed by many Pentagon insiders to be behind 9-11. And 3. Huey Morgan's from New York. Ah, oh, you're getting me again. Um, despite all of the Scooby Snacks... Oh. <laughs> Clearly having a few technical issues here at the Shift Things Remember Podcast, so that you just bear with us while we try and get this theme back up. In the meantime, please enjoy my lounge piano. Yep, you got me again. Um, despite all of the Scooby Snacks that they had, I think I'm going to have to go boringly for New York. Just Congratulations, Pete. Three on three. Your brain function is normal, and for your prize... This year's Ready Pop Festival gets an official Shit Things in Reading backing. Hooray! Shit Things in Reading and its subsidiaries fully and wholeheartedly endorse this product, service, or event. Yay! Is there anything else you'd like to say to the readers? Just that you'd be mad not to come along to Ready Pop this year. Shameless plug ends here. Tim Wheels, thank you. Thanks for the endorsement, Poodcast. See you there. Celebrity profile, Jeremy Kyle. Sorry, is there anybody in the audience that thinks I come from a different planet? Jeremy, Jeremy Kyle, was created by the Tavistock Institute in July of 1965 in order to later stoke the fires of 21st century class war by shouting at proles on television. I go to the gym. I must be really good at sex. He was birthed by a surrogate mother in the rural Berkshire Hospital in Reading, where his placenta is still on display to this day. What the hell are you crying for? Some say his sneering and aggressive TV persona is vile, abhorrent and repugnant and call him things like a bit of a cunt, a cunt and a total cunt. 
His critics, however, are often less affectionate. And you think that's funny, do you? To make ends meet as a younger man, Kyle took any number of jobs such as life insurance salesman, recruitment consultant and estate agent, but found that none of those jobs provided enough opportunities to make people's lives a misery, and so opted to become instead a breakfast DJ on local radio. That's not funny, is it? He soon moved to Virgin Radio, where he presented a Sunday evening show called Jizzy Jez's Jazz Jerkoff, where listeners would call in and masturbate over the phone to the cool sounds of Dizzy Gillespie, Miles Davis and John Coltrane. Oh, she thinks it's funny, and the best thing that could happen to you is if she got rid of it. He would later fortuitously land a plum job on ITV presenting The Jeremy Kyle Show after the show's original presenter, Jeremy Kyle, died. The alive Carl would revolutionise the programme, scrapping the black-and-white minstrel element and instead turning it into a human baiting attack on the proletariat. Tavistock's investment had begun to pay off. The stuff I buy for my kids, she sells for booze. Kyle would further turn Britain against society's filth through the prism of crime, affairs, paternity tests, drugs and alcohol, tracksuits and toothless men doubting polygraph test results. Within just six months, the entire country had nothing but contempt for the underclass. A 2006 survey claimed that just 6% of Britons were against drowning all newborns named Jaden, Mason or Jordan. Sorry, could I just ask, did you sleep with Annie? Jeremy Kyle also writes a weekly column for Take a Shit magazine called Kill Yourself, where he adopts a frank style in responding to readers' problems, always ending each response with a detailed and tailored advice as to how the person should take their own life. Come with me, my friends. Let's go and upset some people out here. In 2008... Kyle won the Cunt of the Year Award, sponsored by BMW, beating off the likes of Joseph Fritzl and Tim Lovejoy. And as if he isn't already unlikable enough, Jeremy Kyle also admits to being a supporter of West Ham United. So, in honour of Reading's worst son, we raise a glass of piss to you, Jeremy Kyle. Cheers! Listen, would let no hold Time now for music time. The time has come for it, it's about time we had music time, and so here is music time. Joining us on this edition's music time are Typical Hunks. Typical Hunks are two Reading men, Nick Mann and Christopher Marshall, and a Reading drum machine, Dr. Rhythm. They describe themselves as noisy, post-punk, noise people that make noise. I don't think they do describe themselves as that, that's just what I've written down here. We're joined by 33% of them, Christopher Marshall. Hello, Christopher. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes, I can hear you. Hi, uh, you've also got Nick from the Hunks, and I can hear you as well. Are you all right? Yes, I'm fine, thank you very much. Good, thanks. <laughs> okay, yeah. What is music? We're not really sure if we really make music. We're still trying to find out. It's a lot of sounds, I guess, and a lot of noise, and with us, a lot of feedback. Can you tell us about the band, please? Nick and I met a few years ago and drunkenly decided to try and rip off the band Shellac. Uh, we started, we got a drummer who then subsequently ran off to China. 
then had another drummer who didn't really play with us that much. So then we found Dr. Rhythm in a dusty pawn shop, and he's been with us ever since. You're from off of Reading. Talk about that. Uh, yes, I am. Reading's a very average town, and it does its job. Uh, I'm not from Reading. I was born in Nuneaton, and Reading is paradise compared to Nuneaton. Given your name, do groupie types turn up to your gigs expecting you to be handsome? I imagine if they did, they'd be sorely disappointed. We did have a time where people were throwing underwear on us at stage after the end of the gigs. Uh, they were our friends and they'd stolen from their parents, so it's not quite as glamorous getting sort of uh, quite dowdy M&S underwear thrown at you. What would you say a typical hunk was like? Uh, rock hard abs, sure. Ripped pecs, obviously, and then like firm calves, lovely, soft, wavy hair, a sick dress sense, a great sense of humour. What else? Baby oil, I guess. Why don't you take this opportunity to speak to the tens of thousands of listeners out there and promote one of your upcoming gigs? Yeah, of course. Our next gig is the Club Velocity Night at Rising Sun Arts Centre. We're playing with Cody Noon and Blimp. It's on the 27th of July. We will play 58 seconds of one of your songs after you've introduced it and said goodbye to us and all of your potential new fans. And you can do that... now. Uh, we released a couple of new tracks, so we'll play one of them. Uh, we'll play Rust, which is about living in a creeping dystopia which everyone can relate to at the minute uh, we recorded it in London with Wayne from a, a studio called Bear Bites Horse uh, we're really happy with the results so you can play 58 seconds of that one and you can hear the rest at typicalhunksuk.bandcamp.com bye new fans <laughs> Condition. Obviously, when it, once it leaves our hands, we can't really uh, monitor that. Just yeah. to educate people on how to. Store. It doesn't even occur to me. I wouldn't just think. Oh, you make it, just stick it in a warehouse. Who gives a shit? Leave it, and then someone pick it, it up. We forget. Hops, it has to be like hops fade, and then just integrate. Oh, really? So you're like, you know, so it, it, it takes 
crap if it was warm. It were, worse off. We want to be you know, anal and snobby about it. But um, yeah. Uh, so for instance, like if, you know, when you have like a bottle of uh, beer that's in a, like, a seafood bottle, like Corona or something like, like those, when you open it, it's sometimes like weed. It's because it's been sat yes. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it because does. it's uh, it's fucked. <laughs> it's oh, really? much. It's, uh, um, it's got too warm and they were messed right. about. Because that's why you don't see craft beer in beer bottles. But Corona means sun, so it should be damaged by the sun. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe but that's uh, how they get away could someone break in and steal these things? Um, no, it's quite. A, take, this is take not quite a lot. Yeah, you have to. I'm not suggesting that we're casing the joint, but <laughs> yeah, well, uh, if you were going to do it, I'll do it. Here's how you say it. Yeah, so basically, it's take a lot of effort. Though. We have in here. Yeah, you've got pallet things. They're so kept here, chilled, in optimal condition for the brewers. They come and ferry them back and forth with them. And usually, there's a clear pathway. Fridays. Uh, you're not selling enough, that's the problem. It's Basically, sell, it, all sell. Co- it all comes in on Friday. Oh, I think that's a uh, name of a pub somewhere. Really shit name for we a We are the guide dog. We are the guide dog. Is it the guide dog? I like that. It's nice. We are the guide dog. Maybe that's, that's their full uh, name. Maybe it's their staff canteen. So do you reckon you could arrange a piss-up in this group? <laughs> no, to be honest, we're doing that uh, bottle share thing last night. We were, um, I'm just trying to pour drinks everyone. I'm like, I've lean over things. I'm spilling it, and everyone's like, oh, rubbish. I'm like, yeah. yeah you actually can't. You can't arrange a piss-up <laughs> piss in, in your room. own room. Yeah, it's, like, it's, fucking, it's the same for a reason. It's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> It was very easy to get pissed and then the, the arranging part goes out the window, I think, after once, once you've had a few beers. Barrel aging project in here. Wow, there's a lot of there's a lot of barrel. So yeah, in here. Yeah, but when you oh so this is like an experiment and then you Well it's kind of a, a bit chaotic to start with, but it all comes together. I think um, the barrel aging project manager said something quite quite good last night about it, saying um, it's kind of like it's called the maiden. It's like the nautical theme. It's kind of like a rudderless ship to start with, but then it all kind of you go through the sea. You eventually you steer it, and then it becomes it all comes together after the year. Yeah. And that's a, uh, I thought it was quite a good way of uh, describing the, the process. It's like control chaos. <laughs> well, not yet. None of us had yet touch wood. Touch wood. <laughs> What would happen to a barrel if you were not going to set it? It for the blending projects. Uh, so we do, I do another blending project called Odyssey, where we blend different things there. Or you couldn't just it, sell it to Scottish people. Um, well, we, <laughs> we haven't thought of that. <laughs> they, they, might, they may well like Very welcome to use any idea that comes it's, it's better than tenants. <laughs> <laughs> um, would need to be plumbing. What was here before? Um, I'm not, uh, it was basically some uh, uh, warehouse logistics uh, uh, centre. I'm not entirely sure. For a logistics centre? Uh, some sort of. Uh, we should have come here when it was a logistics centre. Yeah. God, you can get pissed. Stuff has been. I mean, for no, no we've, been, do- fault of we've been doing this. Well. We've been doing this for five years. Um, so I've only been here for about six months. Uh, pro- I'm. I'm Probably no doubt that there probably has been sometimes. They've just where, covered it up. Yeah, yeah. no, no, they, 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 the, it'll get chucked. the barrels out and the it gets chucked, and the guy, the guy who did it, gets uh, yeah, disappears. Yeah. <laughs> Goes over that mezzanine <laughs> level. That's why people only last six months. Exactly, yeah, I'm coming up. I'm literally coming up to my six months. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm watching, watching over my shoulder. So uh, also, we couldn't fit any more barrels up here, as you can see. It, it's quite a lot of them up here, and uh, 
we're not too sure. Yeah, we weren't sure originally how how much weight this could take. Oh yeah. And when we found out, we got a spade and we're like, yeah, we can't put any more up here. Yeah. We can take these 400 barrels plus four people, so we're all right. <laughs> Someone walks in. <laughs> We've obviously got a lot of money tied up in uh, in, in, uh, in aging stock. Uh, yeah, if you suddenly went, the business suddenly went tits up, there'll be a lot of. I don't think I'm, stuff. Really, I'm pretty confident that won't happen at the moment. Oh, but yeah, uh, yeah I think we. <laughs> but yeah, you, know, you, know, you never know. But um, what would happen? Would someone buy the old? So if, if something happened and the company went tits up, all this stuff would be someone could buy it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why I'm asking these questions. Uh, are you, a, sorry, are you an auctioneer? Just being fatalistic. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't uh, want it to fail. I'm sure you can have a barrel on the back. The tramp stamp. Would you hire out this venue for a birthday party or a wedding? We have done you a few have. I was taking the piss. Bar mitzvah. Where? Logistically, uh, no. the bar, how do you do uh, We'll have a, the, so for instance, we'll have the, the, the tap yard and we also would use right. the, uh, we can put a marquee out in the, in the, in the car park yeah, yeah. to make That's it weird. That would be great. That would be great. We actually have our um, uh, big summer party on the 14th of July, which is uh, Sessions and Sours. That's uh, basically, we're going to open up this whole warehouse bit here so we have a bar in here we have a bar outside as well we're going to have like multiple food trucks um, it's about four or five hundred people capacity wow yeah. we have DJs on all day uh, that sounds cool so we're in a yeah we're in the process of getting that all uh, uh, set up in a that's like an invite only thing for mm-hmm. the fanboys and the people oh it's all t- it's a ticketed sale we can get the tickets online um, kind of a, yeah it's a piss up with the brewery essentially you know, <laughs> but a successful one yeah, yeah it'd be who's organising because there is pressure on them there's a lot I think you know, we, uh, a lot of us organise we all come together I think everyone in the brewery volunteers that day um, and it's really stressful until everyone arrives and then it's uh, then it's quite fun sour beers why why yeah. does anyone like a sour beer I like sour beers you like sour beers yeah, yeah, yeah. do you well, like sour beers I like sour beers sometimes oh, I like it because I like it the same way that I like, I like eating oh, cucumber it's but I like eating gherkins so like pickles I can't stand which is something, we'll but find you, We'll find you one. We've uh, our, our core range one, Calypso. I call it. I kind of call it like the um, my first sour by Tommy. <laughs> like, uh, like it's like a. <laughs> okay, it's, yeah, it's, like, it's a nice little entry. Okay, let's yeah, do it. You have that, and you'll be like, yeah, I'm a big boy now. When you go to a bar, and, like the, the Grey Fries, for yeah. instance, and I'll be like, I love that one. They go, do you know it's a sour, don't you? It's because they're um, they are like it's yeah. a sour. Yeah. I want a pint of that. No, we'll give you a fuck. Give me a pint. And then they won't. I want a pipe. No, You're the boss. I hate I it. Just, I don't want I just it. Don't understand how it exists. Like, so was it a mistake? And it was actually, it's quite nice. I saw Sophie Ellis Bexter drinking a sour beer. Oh, really? In no, you didn't. It didn't <laughs> chiz it in the pub called oh. the Italian Job. She, so, yeah, so fuck off. What, what's this? What's, if, what's, it's good, if it's good enough for Sophie Ellis Bexter. Yeah, I she has that one. Thing she she has that one song. Exactly the same. More mini. She was there with her husband, who's from the band The Feeling. And literally, me and my friend were on the table next to him. We could, oh, we oh, they're fucking terrible. But we, uh, we were eavesdropping. <laughs> we could you hear. Get that. <laughs> she was basically like, giving him career advice. He was saying something about oh, we're at this festival. He really downtrodden. They had all these kids running there. Downtrodden about this festival they're playing and how they weren't high up in the bill. It was something like that. And she was just saying, you need to tell your manager who you are. What? And we were like, yeah, we know this. He's from the feeling. I don't see how they're <laughs> yeah. going to get like. What you want? Top billing? Yeah. Do you want? What? I don't know. She was attractive though. Attractive. When you're free to do a little QA, answer some questions. You want? Yeah, we have to go somewhere a bit quiet. Uh, Why are you wearing Wellington boots? It's quite wet now, isn't it? 
Yes. This uh, is the computer cleaning and the waters. No. Whatever. Uh, yeah, so steel toe cap, first and foremost, ge- you know, general health and safety. That's good. Ha- you know, uh, PPE, all that sort of stuff. Um, in terms of how wet, you know, the environment is, you know, you can imagine there's beer, hot water, chemical, you know, we deal with a lot of... Caustic. Caustic, exactly. I had to change my t-shirt earlier. Um, I'll just turn that water off. Um, and I'm the only one with white wellies. I thought, I'd, you know, I'd try and stand out and, you know... He's our fashion icon. <laughs> the siren. So you're not just trying to be cool? Uh, no. To be honest, the reason why they are white is... A staff room full of the same, you know, black wellies with red um, soles. It takes forever in the morning to find your <laughs> work shoes, so and I thought I can't be bothered dealing with it anymore. And those silver cowboy boots you wanted to wear were. Um, yes, <laughs> yeah, they were no, no, they were, yeah. yeah, no steel toes in those, so I couldn't wear those. So you're cleaning these big things out? Yes. And what are these big things? Uh, so we've got, in terms of our, our, our kit, um, we've you know, heavily invested that about a year and a half ago. So we've got our mash tun here. We've got our kettle over there. We've got this is a mash tun. Yes, mash tun. So you're cleaning out mash from inside this. Kind of. So flip those terminologies around a little bit. So um, in terms of you're mashing out clean from the, the so yeah, yeah. Mas- mashing out uh, yeah. So cleaning out the mash tun. Uh, I'm also doing the what's called the heat exchanger connected to all these guys what cools down the beer after you boil it but it's you know a, a collection of plates so yeah on a Friday it's generally one of our sour beers and then like I've you know like I've said the lovely uh, fun side of brewing that no one talks about or wants to talk about it's all cleaning. the cleaning yeah tons and tons of cleaning it's Saturday yeah but yeah tons of things can go wrong uh, do they go wrong the best way to describe it is brewing is a lot like baking so it's very time sensitive you know if you leave you know I know it's going to sound really weird if you leave a muffin in the oven too long it's going to burn you know it's very precise in terms of your timings Um, brewing is like that you know once hops are in if you leave you know if you boil those for too long you're going to get too much bitterness from them so you you know you have to have things in place you know your your lines your FV you know everything is ready to go when you need it because you know it's like I said it's like baking not cooking you know you can sort of stew, yes. stew a, a you know a, what do you call it a, a chili or something for a lot longer than you can leave. I know that's a really weird analogy, but it's the like it's the best one to describe it or the, the easiest way to describe it. Stew a muffin. Exactly, stew exactly. Oh, yeah, that would be awful. I've made that mistake. Yeah. <laughs> if what if I had to dispose of a body? For for example. Yes. You know. You want to turn the body into a beer. If I had to dispose <laughs> of a body. Yes. Mashed up. Would this be a good place to do it? Uh, so you know that lovely stuff that I spilt on me earlier? Yeah. Caustic? That, yes. yes. That was I used in Breaking Bad, wasn't it? Drummer caustic. It was, isn't it? Yeah. So if I see your car driving around <laughs> conspicuous hours, that's what's, that's what's happening. That's what's occurring. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's your lot. We're done here. We hope you enjoyed this third edition of the Shit Things in Reading podcast. We know we certainly did. Now it's time for us to crawl back under our rock and leave you ungrateful shits to your business. Hasta luego, amigos.
Thank you.